welcome back to another episode of the Fanboy MMA Podcast Daily Show. This is Hump Day, May 20th edition of the show. On this episode, I will be talking about Wiley Zhang, maybe fighting Valentina Shevchenko at some point. Um, A venue for the May 30th card, which is headlined by Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Bount. Burns has been announced. Also announced ha- have been some um, fight fights. So let's get on with the show. Starting off with Wiley Zhang, um, she has talked about defending her belt and being a champion for a long period of time. But she has also mentioned fighting Valentina Shevchenko at some point as well. Uh, She did say that she wants to be a champion for a long time and that she will defend her belt. So that means that she will be fighting in her division. She will be defending her belt against hopefully more than one or two fights before moving on to the Valentina Shevchenko super fight. Um, I'm really intrigued by that fight. I do think that Wiley will defend her her belt a couple of times prior to taking the fight against Valentina Shevchenko as she plans to. She has said that from the beginning. She wants to be a working champion. I think that Wiley will be a champion who defends her her belt, unlike some others that we've seen in the past. Um, Valentina Shevchenko is definitely ready for that super fight right now. She's basically running through her division, knocking people out, ending fights rather quickly and easily uh, without taking much damage at all. Um, she's she's as dominant as they come for as UFC champions. Um, Wiley Zhang, on the other hand, has only defended her belt once, and that was against Joanna Jacek, and it was an absolute war, a five round war that some had Joanna Jacek winning rather than the champion Wiley Zhang winning. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC actually gave Joanna Jacek another opportunity at the belt. Uh, she is a fan favorite. It seems like she's favored by the UFC. The UFC really likes her and loves you know what she what she has done for the sport and for women's MMA. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if she was given another opportunity. There are other people in the division um, who are coming. Rose Namahunas is one of them. But we need to see her fight again, I I believe. Um, They did try, the UFC did try to make Rose Namahunas and Jessica Andrade rematch. But unfortunately, that didn't happen because. Rose Namahunas um, had some deaths in her family due to COVID-19. 
um, now maybe we'll see that fight again in a couple months don't know um, there's also Tatiana Suarez who is known as the female Habib uh, because of her grinding style um, she still has one fight she's still about one fight away from from a title fight uh, she, she hasn't been active in quite a while she would need at least one fight but she's almost there Tatiana Suarez is almost there um, so there are fights for Wiley Zhang to take in her division before fighting Valentina Shevchenko in a super fight I think that MMA fans are intrigued by Wiley Zhang and her fighting Valentina Shevchenko um I think people just want to see Valentina Shevchenko uh, in a fight, you know, rather than running through girls, um, whether it's against Wiley Zhang or going up and wait against and fighting Amanda Nunes for, for again. Um, so I do think that this fight will happen whether it happens this year at the end of the year or next year at the beginning of 2021 we don't know yet I do think that it happens eventually though I think that they've started the the marinating of the fight they've talked it up a little bit uh, Wiley Zhang more vocal about wanting to fight Valentina Shevchenko than Valentina Shevchenko is about fighting Wiley Zhang but Valentina Shevchenko doesn't say a lot as it is um she's very to herself about who she wants to fight and stuff whereas Wiley Zhang has always said from the very beginning from when she became a champion that she wants the fight against Valentina Shevchenko. And I think that's more about admiring Shevchenko and her skills rather than, you know, wanting to take her belt. That's more about the fight that she thinks that she would be in against Valentina Shevchenko. So I'm intrigued by this fight. And I think that MMA fans are as well. Just... It's got to it's got to simmer a little bit because Wiley Zhang has has opponents in her own division that she should be defending her belt. She doesn't want to. We don't want to see her end up like a, a Henry Cejudo and a um, Conor McGregor where they don't really they aren't active in their division as champions. And I do think. Or Wiley Zhang wants to be an active champion, so that's an ad- admirable trait, in my opinion. Hopefully, she stays that way. Okay, so moving on to Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Brown. So yesterday we learned that Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Browns will be fighting um, on May 30th. We just didn't know where. Now we know where. Apparently, the UFC Apex in Las Vegas is where 
the May 30th UFC card will take place, which is headlined by Tyrone Woodley and Gilbert Burns. Um, rumors were that it was going to be the UFC Apex. If it wasn't, if Nevada hadn't st- hadn't opened up yet, um, it would be in Arizona. So now we know that it is indeed at the UFC Apex, which is in Las Vegas. Um, and honestly, this is exactly why the UFC Apex was built. It was built to hold events. The Contender Series takes place at the UFC Apex, and it's a fantastic small venue. Very small venue. It's not an arena. It's basically a warehouse, but it has stands for minimal people to be there. Um, and the Contender Series is awesome. Because we can hear the the fight, you know, the the corners and the talking between the fighters. And this is exactly what we've been seeing anyway over the past week with the three events in Florida for the UFC. Now it's just getting moved to the UFC Apex, which is the home of the UFC. Um so it'll be really interesting to see those fights at the UFC Apex. Uh, for the first card at the uh, the first full UFC card at the UFC Apex, by the way. So that's interesting. All right, so uh, Brave CF, Brave Combat Federation, is one of the fastest growing MMA organizations in the world. Um, since the promotion had its first event in September of 2016, they've put on a ton of events, 34 events in 19 different countries. Now the promotion will add boxing as well. Um, it's unclear if Brave CF will hold events with MMA and boxing f- fights on the same card, or if they will have two separate events. Um, but they Brave CF did say that they will have more news regarding um, boxing coming soon. So as Brave gives us more information, I'll give you guys more information on this podcast regarding uh, Brave and boxing. Okay, so last week I talked about Bellator leaving uh, DAZN to go to Showtime once their deal is over well DAZN is apparently still interested in combat sports once Bellator leaves they already have boxing and boxing is the sport that brings the most subscriptions for DAZN um, they have some of boxing's biggest stars as well Canelo Alvarez, Anthony Joshua then they have uh, 
the YouTubers, uh, KSI and the, the two brothers, Jake, Jake and Logan Paul. Um, so one of the promotions that we could see on the zone is BKFC. Um, they don't have a TV deal yet. And it seems like the promotion isn't going away anytime soon. So since the zone is already in the business of boxing and they want to stay in combat sports, there's not a whole lot of MMA promotions out there. They've already had Combate Americas, which is now on uh, Access TV. Um, Bellator is leaving, apparently. There's not a whole lot of MMA promotions out there to that are really popular. Um, but BKFC is building its fan base. And I honestly wouldn't be surprised if BKFC ended up being on DAZN since they already have boxing anyway. And it's a different type of boxing. It's bare knuckle, right? So BKFC has... Um, put on fights with Artem Lobov and Pauli Malignaggi. They have Shannon Briggs. Uh, supposedly they're in talks with Mike Tyson. I don't know how true that is. We don't know how true that is at all. But supposedly uh, BKFC has has tried to get Mike Tyson on with them. Supposedly they offered $20 million or something like that. Some crazy amount to Mike Tyson and why wouldn't they to be honest so we will see how that goes with the zone and maybe they'll pick up BKFC we'll see okay so former UFC fighter uh, I don't want to kill his name Ashkan Mukatarian was arrested in Sydney, Australia last year for being a drug dealer. He's pled guilty for charges against him, for the charges that were against him. The drugs he got caught dealing were cocaine and MDMA, which is ecstasy or molly, uh, depending on where in the world you are. Um, He does co-own an MMA gym with his brother uh, in Australia, in Sydney Australian top team who have also had UFC fighters in their gym Um, Nadia Kassem is one of them so I think he only had two fights in the UFC um I want to say he lost both of them. So it's not like he was a big name or anything. I'm just not surprised anymore by MMA fighters doing shady things. Uh, it It's just a thing that has happened in MMA. And in general, with people in general, people just get caught up in things and... They make stupid decisions, they get caught, and they pay the price. That is the case this time as well. Uh, Don't know much about this, because apparently 
this happened last year and it's finally just coming out that he's pled guilty to the charges so it's taken a while for it to pick up steam not exactly one of the big big fighters to to do something stupid you know okay so let's talk a little bit about the UFC rankings um of course rankings are put out weekly there were no changes to the pound for pound rankings um for some reason the flyweights there was only one change uh Brandon Miranda jumped from number four to number three while Juicy from Risha went down from three to four weird they don't have fights they haven't fought I don't understand why the UFC does this um Bantamweights Dominic Cruz jumped up one even though he lost from 12 to 11 while Cody Stamen went down from 11 to 12 weird he lost uh, the featherweights, a bunch of a bunch of um, changes. Kelvin Cater went from number seven to number six. Frankie Edgar went to number seven. Uh, Josh Emmett went from number nine to number eight, while Jeremy Stevens went from eight to nine. Dan Ige made a huge jump. He went from number... Oh, he's at number 11 now, while Arnold Arnold Allen is also at number 11. They're tied. Jose Aldo dropped two spots to number 13. Ryan Hall dropped one to 14. Sadiq Youssef dropped one to number 15. So the big winner was uh, Dan Ige jumping up four spots. And then also uh, Kelvin Qatar now not exactly in the top five of the featherweight rankings, but he's getting close. He, he's inching closer. And I would assume that Qatar gets a top five fight at some point. Maybe a Yair Yari Rodriguez, maybe a, a Korean Zombie. Maybe even a Brian Ortega, depending on what the UFC makes. We'll see. Uh, Dan Ige is coming. Um, maybe he gets a fight against a guy like a Josh Emmett or a Frankie Edgar or a Jeremy Stevens. We'll see. We'll see what they what they do with these guys. Um, in the lightweight division. Kevin Lee and Alquinta swapped from 8 and 9. Gregor Gillespie went up to three rankings to number 11, even though he hasn't fought. Islam Makachev went up one. Donald Cerrone dropped one. And now ranked Drew Dober and Benil Dariush. So nothing changed with Walter Waite. Uh, Darren Till at middleweight for some reason went up one and he is now ranked number four with along with Yoel Romero uh, Christoph Jocko is now number 15 
light heavyweights. Um, Corey Anderson went up one from five to four, while Glover Teixeira, coming off his win against Anthony Smith, went up three rankings to number five. Anthony Smith went down two to number six. Vulcan Ozdemir, Alex Gustafsson went down one. Uh, Ryan Spawn went up one. Um, so Glover Teixeira is now ranked in the top five of the light heavyweight rankings. Uh, the heavyweights, Derek Lewis went up one. Literally only one rank, one change. And for what? I don't know. He's not even, he hasn't fought. He Now he's tied with Junior Dos Santos for being ranked number four heavyweight. A lot of ties here for some reason. Um, women, the women's pound-for-pound pound rankings, Claudia Gadelia went up one even though, oh yeah, no, she went, yeah, she went up one to th- from 14 to 13. Juliana Pena is now ranked number 14. She was originally ranked number 13. And now Nina Ensroff went up one. And there isn't a number 15 because Juliana Pena and Nina Ansaroff are tied. Even though Nina Ansaroff is pregnant and she won't be fighting anytime soon. Um, that just shows the UFC rankers don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, why would they move Nina Ansaroff? up one in the pound for pound rankings even though she's pregnant and she won't be fighting anytime soon the women's strawweights Alexa Grasso went up from 14 to 13 and Fleece Herrig dropped to number 14 even though they haven't fought Um, Courtney Casey is now ranked in the women's flyweight division at number 15 Bantamweights, the only change was Cesare Eubanks went up to number 14 and Nico Montano went down to 15. Um, Of course, there's still no women's featherweight rankings because there are no women's featherweights, really. So, again, there were moves. Um, Some of them deserve, you know, very much deserving, like Kelvin Qatar and Dan Ige, those are very, they're very deserving of the, of the moves, uh, Glover Teixeira, of course, coming off a big one against Anthony Smith, um, Claudia Gadigli going up one, not exactly sure why, Nina Ansaroff is still ranked in the pound-for-pound women's rankings, uh, even though, like I said earlier, she is pregnant. It's just a weird, just a weird ranking um, for her to move up. It's just weird to me. Okay, so there were some fights uh, that were made or reported. Um, A bantamweight fight between Raquel Pennington and Marion Renault on June 20th. Um, that will be a, a Bantamweight fight. Uh, Pennington is ranked number 6. Renault is ranked number 10. That's a good fight, actually. I, 
really intrigued by that fight. Um, yeah, I dig it. And then there is Julia Avila and Carol Rosa. Uh, they were, this is their fourth time trying to book this fight. It's been canceled three other times. So we'll see if they actually run this or not. Um, and then there's a flyweight fight on June 20th. Roxanne Modafari against Lauren Mur- Murphy. Um, I'm surprised that they never fought before because they're, they've both been around for so long in MMA. It's crazy that they've never, that they've actually never fought. Uh, Roxanne Modafari is ranked number five in the flyweight division and Lauren Murphy is right below her at number six. So it's a good fight. Good fight. I mean, I'm intrigued by it as well. Uh, I'm always happy to see Roxanne Modafari fight. So those are some fights coming up. Um, I'm sure the next weeks, the weeks coming up, we're going to see, we're going to hear about more fights being made. So I will try to bring you as many as I can, as many as I see, because it's really hard to, to keep up sometimes with the UFC fights because they just come out like rampant. But I will try to uh, give you guys announcements that are of fights that are being made as they come. Um, so it seems that the UFC is ramping up matchmaking again. Um, so we can, like I said, expect a plethora of fights to be announced in the coming days and weeks for upcoming events. This is an exciting time for MMA uh, fans, for the sport of MMA, as far as fight announcements get. They get people talking about the what-ifs behind a fight. Um, Also, it just means that we hopefully won't have to go weeks without an event like we did before. So, as far as the UFC, we have fights to look forward to. I feel like it's just a matter of time before other promotions start ramping up again and they start giving us announcements of fights and cards taking place at some point as well. Um, So that's, we have that to look forward to as MMA fans. So with that, thank you for tuning in today. I'll talk to you all tomorrow on another episode of The Daily Show. I hope Y'all stay safe, stay healthy, peace.